This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earnin today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 572. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 572. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Shameless Moms. Happy Monday. We are here in our third week of August, and we are still in summer school, still in our summer series, all about how to lead like a mother this summer and always well past this summer. So my goal this summer is every week I'm bringing you bite-sized curriculum to help you get out of your own way, retrain your brain, and lean into leadership in all the ways where you are already a leader because you are already a leader and also perhaps push you, nudge you into leadership in areas where you've been feeling a pull toward leadership, but maybe been feeling a little nervous, hesitant, not quite ready. I'm going to help you get ready. So this week we're talking about four steps to becoming a better leader. So last week we also talked about four steps to becoming a better leader. So last week we covered steps one through four. This week we're covering steps five through eight. These are not sequential. So if you didn't listen last week, don't worry about it. Listen to this one now, go back and listen to next week or to last week's later. And then also earlier this month, the first week of August, we talked about why women shy away from leading. So this whole month of August, we're talking about how to lean into leadership in various ways. And I'm taking you through some step-by-step action steps that you can take. So take in this content as you can. Also know that 
for the previous parts of our summer series, in June, I talked about how to get out of your own way. And then all of July, we talked about how to retrain your brain. So if you didn't get to dig into those goodies, go back and do that when you have a chance. But again, that's it's not sequential, like you don't have to do the June and July before August. So just pop back there and do that when you can at your leisure. So for today, I want to talk about four steps to becoming a better leader. So last week, we talked about the first four steps. I'm going to give you the super cliff note version. So we talked about step one, following leaders who inspire you and modeling their behavior. Step two, taking uncomfortable action and then talking about it. Step three, listing all the places where you are already leading, but maybe aren't giving yourself credit for. And number four, creating affirmations that position you as a leader. And I gave you five affirmations that you can do or borrow to use to start getting those affirmations really trained into you, trained into your psyche so that you can really start to understand, see, and believe the ways that you are already poised for leadership. So this week, I'm going to give you four more steps, four more steps to becoming a better leader. So this is like five through eight, if you will. So the first one I want to talk about this week is owning your gifts and not being afraid to share them with others. Also not being afraid to shine. I want you to recognize where you are really good at things. So I have a member in Tenacious Mamas in my business and leadership mastermind. And she's been talking recently about feeling uncertain about what steps she wants to take in her business that she's building. And so what I always say to her is, well, your next steps should be determined on what you're good at and what you're passionate about. And so she spent some time really looking at these are the things I'm really good at. And holy cow, it is so validating when you look at your gifts and you own them. And I've done this over time. And what's been so beneficial is not only is it really validating for me to be like, oh, these are the things I'm really good at. But it's also helped me in recognizing that like, these are the things I should be doing more of because I'm really good at them. There's a whole bunch of things I'm not good at. Let me not waste my time with those things and let me really lean into the things I'm good at, lean into my innate gifts and then share them unabashedly because the world needs more of these gifts. We all have these really unique skill sets that only we can show up and share in the way that we can. They are uniquely ours. So I could say like one of my skill sets is speaking. Of course, there's a ton of people who are great speakers, but no one can tell my stories the way that I tell them, or no one can teach a lesson the way that I do it. We all show up differently in our gifts, right? So maybe your skill is, I don't know, skiing. Then lean into that being a gift. And if you are an amazing skier, how are you leaning into that? How are you showing up and shining in that element? And then what does that mean for the rest of your life? So you might be like, well, how is that going to impact like my job if I'm a good skier? Oh, let me tell you. If you are a really good skier, then you probably know how to embrace momentum. You probably know how to step to the edge of something a little scary and go for it. You probably know how to be moving at a really fast pace and pivot on a moment's notice in the blink of an eye. So own your gifts and don't be afraid to share them with the world. And when you can own them, you can see these pieces of yourself that are uniquely yours that allow you to show up in ways that are uniquely you. Okay, so own your gifts. And if you don't know what your gifts are, ask other people. Ask the people around you. Say like, hey, if you had to like identify a gift or two of mine, like something that you think I'm really good at, what do you think it would be? And you will be amazed at the things that people say, because it will be like this beautiful mirror that you get to look into. And there will be if you ask a ham- more than two or three people, you're going to get some answers that are repeated. 
And you're going to be like, holy cow, like people really see me. And this is amazing. And there might even be parts of you that people see that you have no idea that they're seeing. And you might want to lean more into that. So I know for me, I did this activity, the way that I framed this activity a few years ago, I did this, I put up a post on social media, and I said, hey, what would you identify as two or three of my strengths? And I got tons of replies. And some of them I expected, some of them I knew. Some of them I did not expect, and they were repeated. One of them that was mentioned over and over was two words, but along the same vein, authenticity or authentic and raw. And that was something I hadn't really thought about before. Like I thought people were going to say like inspirational and motivational and a good leader and funny. I wanted them to say I was funny. I was hoping people would say funny. Some people did say funny, so that felt good. (laughs) But then people said raw and authentic. And I was like, oh, yeah, like that's totally true. And it was really cool to hear that because those were words I hadn't really thought of myself. And then that pushed me to really continue to lean into that because that I think is needed in leadership. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 
500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless like more women and moms being raw and authentic. So I was like, that's awesome that other people see that about me. I'm going to lean into that more and be more conscientious of that part of me because it's something that I hadn't really consciously been embracing. And it felt really good to have other people see that and multiple people see it. And now I definitely, in fact, I was just doing some stuff. I'm in the process of doing this like major overhaul on LinkedIn because one of my 2021 goals is to learn how to use LinkedIn. And I'm saying that in a tone you might notice that's not super enthusiastic because it feels a bit daunting, like learning a new language. But as I was writing through things for LinkedIn, I used those words like raw and authentic, that that's how other people identify my work and identify my speaking and identify the way that I lead raw and authentic leadership. (laughs) So it can be really helpful to get other people's input for you to see yourself even better. Okay, the next way I want you to step into becoming a better leader embrace being an eternal student. Constantly become more of an expert and an authority. You're never done. I have this coach who always used to say never peak, which I think is something like a lot of dudes and bros say in like internet marketing stuff. So part of that's a little cheesy to me, but there's a lot of value to that. (laughs) And so there's a lot of value to this idea like never peak, that you are always learning. You are always moving on a spectrum on a continuum and you never get to the end and that's the beauty of it like I think that if you're a perfectionist we and I include myself in that we want to know like I just want to get to the end and then be like okay and now I'm done check no leadership is being an eternal student and constantly learning and so what's great about this to me and this like fuels my work in so many ways is that I will never run out of things to talk about and ways to lead and ways to show up and ways to be shiny if I'm always learning, right? And I get to determine what I'm learning about. So I get to pick like the things I actually want to learn about. I'm not like going to pick things that are super boring to me. So for example, right now, Vinny is obsessed with Greek mythology. He's reading the Percy Jackson series and it's all he talks about. And I can tell you that Greek mythology was my very least favorite subject in high school. So when he wants to talk about Poseidon all day long, it's like more than I can handle. But Vinny is an eternal student of Greek mythology right now. Like he's like, mom, can we get the books and listen? Oh my gosh, his dentist told us, his dentist was like, oh, there's this really great podcast about Greek mythology. I think it's called Greeking Out. Oh, Vinny was so excited. And I was like, oh, thank you, dentist. Now I'm going to have to listen to this damn podcast on our next road trip. And I really don't want to listen to Greeking Out for four hours. Thank you very much. (laughs) But Vinny is this eternal student. He's becoming more of an expert and an authority of Greek mythology right now. And he's so there for it. I'm never going to sign up to be that eternal student. But I will sign up all day long to be an eternal student of women and leadership and motherhood and vulnerability and self-improvement and mindset work. Like there's certain things. So you get to pick how you want to become an internal student. What do you want to become an eternal student in? And then recognize that you will always be learning. And then you're always going to get be getting better and your impact will always be deeper. Okay. So embrace being an eternal student. 
third one for today, the third step I want you to take in becoming a better leader is to become a recommender and a connector. So this one is really fun. And this is something that I did not realize I was doing until someone told me recently. Shout out to my friend, Laura Cathcart-Robbins. So Laura Cathcart-Robbins and I met a few years ago. We have did we swapped interviews on each other's podcasts. And since then, we've just had so much fun referring each other podcast guests. Like she'll have a really great guest and then be like, oh my gosh, Sarah, you have to interview this person and I'll do the same for her. There's times where I'm like, Laura, I have three people for you. They're amazing. Like, it's and we just go back and forth on Voxer and Marco Polo, like on Voxer and a uh, text messaging and sending each other messages all day long about like who we think of for each other. But Laura said once in one of her shows, she had like a couple interviews in a close time span that were people that I connected to her to. And so she was joking on one of those episodes after like three or so in a month or two saying like, Okay, and this is another guest that I met through Sarah Dean, who's like the connector in podcasting. And I was thought she was joking because I've sent her sent her so many people. But I was like, Oh, my gosh, like, that's true. I am a connector. And I love that. And it's so fun for me. What's been really cool about that is that there's these women who have forged these beautiful friendships and relationships, because I had a conversation with each of them in two separate containers. And then I said, Oh, my gosh, I would love it if you could connect. And I've done that with Laura, but I've done it with other people. And it's so cool. And to see that like other women get to connect with one another and then leverage each other's skills and talents and platforms because I made an introduction. That's awesome. And that is a form of leadership to look and say, oh my gosh, you have a gift over here and you have a gift over here. You two need to get together. That is leadership. And so where can you be a connector and where can you be a recommender? So it doesn't even have to always be like making introductions if that feels daunting to you or if you're, you know, I'm an extrovert, like I'm always about like, let me just shoot an email. But if that's not you, that's okay. Just be a recommender. Be a recommender of like, oh, I read this great book or oh, I thought of you when I saw this or oh, you might really appreciate this resource or this thing. Being a recommender is another form of leadership that allows you to be supportive to other people and other people's endeavors, and it builds trust and authority over time. So I have a friend who she's done this in Seattle in so many different ways, and now she has this like, she's been doing this, she's been a connector of different women in different spaces of leadership in Seattle for 25-ish years, maybe 20, 25 years, and it's wild to me how many people know this woman now because she really embraces like she'll walk into different pockets in this city and get to know people and then connect them and then over time as she has more and more pockets of people she starts like cross-referencing things and making these connections and it's phenomenal and so it started off with like small groups of entrepreneurs and now it's been women in tech and then she connects the groups of entrepreneurs with the women in tech and it's been so so cool to walk to watch I just said walk because she's also starting these walking groups with women and connecting women through walking groups it's so cool to see so it's been so fun to watch and also so fun to watch how she's connecting women through walking now but she has all these pockets in Seattle and she's like this everyone knows she's the connector Everyone's just like, oh, yeah, Melody. Melody is the connector. She knows everybody. She's going to hook you up with this person and that person. And now she embraces that as part of her magic. And that is absolutely one of her gifts of leadership. And people, when they see that you have the capacity to do that, they will come to you and ask you. 
They will ask you, who do you know? They will ask you, like, how can you help in this way? And that positions you to be a natural leader in different spaces. Even in looking at like how I can be more of a leader in my son's school, I was able to go to them when I was asked to step up and be the PA, the Parent Association co-chair this for this upcoming school year. And I was able to say, hey, I would love to do this. And part of the reason that I would love to do this and would be really honored to take on this role is because I think I have some really valuable connections and recommendations based on my work that could be really beneficial to this community. And that became this really great starting point for me to feel like I could have impact and also for other people in leadership in the school to see like, oh, yeah, that would be really helpful. And so being able to be a recommender and a connector gives you power and leadership that allows you to shine where you don't have to necessarily show up and like know all the things and be able to do all the things. You can just facilitate the things and there can be a lot of strength and power and deep impact with that. And then the fourth way to become a better leader, the fourth step to becoming a better leader is to build and lead a community. And this is the one that I feel like people are like, and now I'm done. Like that sounds scary and no thank you, (laughs) or I don't have time or whatever. But hear me out. Building and leading a community is so life-giving and you get to pick the community that you build and lead. So you can build and lead a hiking club or a mommy circle or a wine night or a book club or like a monthly night out or a cooking club or a dinner club. I mean, there's infinite ways to build and lead a community that can be really fun and can speak to who you are. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 50 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. 
Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. <laughs> well, you're Amy more of a, we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. So I know Gretchen Rubin for years, I don't know if she still does this, but for years she was like leading a community of women, I think it was women, but who read young adult reading, like young adult books. So is that what it's called? Young reader books? Like, you know, something that, you know, like a 13 to 15 year old would read or 13 to 18 year old or whatever, but it's like pre novels kind of stuff. So she would read young adult stuff with a book club and she had all these other women who did it with her and it was super, super fun for her. So it wasn't like, oh, I have to go build this thing and then I have to lead it and it's going to be a bunch of work. It was like, no, this is a passion that I already have. And how fun would it be to do that with other people? So I have been in positions to build and lead Marco Polo groups. I have been in positions to build and lead groups of women, which is obviously what I do here. I've been able to build and lead circles of people through different circles that I've been in as a mom, through different circles that I've been in as in different work environments, in different community environments. And anytime you go to do this, you get to choose, which is really cool. Like you get to curate the group that you want to be a part of, which is really fun. I have to give a shout out a friend of mine a couple weeks ago, or not a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, was like, hey, I want to put together a group of entrepreneurs in Seattle that have like these handful of things in common. And she reached out to all of us and she's like, hey, I think that we all have these few things in common. I'd love to get together and meet and see if we're a good group, a good fit for each other so that maybe we can meet on an ongoing basis to talk about these kind of core things that we all have in common that not a lot of women in our world have in common. And we all got together and oh my gosh, it was so much fun. And we were like immediately like, yes, let's do this. And afterwards she was like, how cool is that? Like I reached out to five women and said like, would you all want to on an ongoing basis, like get together with each other and talk about these certain things. And we were all like, yeah, that's exactly what we want to (laughs) do. And so to be someone who gets to pick those kinds of things, that's really fun leadership. I've also known families who have done this in a couple ways. So like dinner clubs where you do progressive dinner clubs or wine clubs. My cousin used to do this, I think. I think it was my cousin that I'm thinking of with wine clubs where you would like take a certain kind of wine. So like red wines from Australia, for example, and you would have this like I think they did dinners, too, but you would have like a dinner People would come over, you were the ones hosting, you'd have one kind of wine and you would, everyone would bring a bottle of that genre of wine or whatever. And then you would do taste testing. So it was a big social thing, but it was super fun. Everyone had a great time. It was a social event. I think they did it like, I don't know, once a month or every other month or something. But that's the kind of thing where it can be really light and fun. It doesn't have to be like this hard, heavy work kind of thing. It can be just fun and light and social. 
The opposite of that might be if you know, and I know other women have done this, if you are a, I know circles of white women who are like, hey, I want to put together a group of women who talk specifically about social justice and how white women can be better leaders and better activists and better allies and accomplices in the space of leadership as it relates to social justice issues. And so that might be a place where you're like, hey, I want to put together this group of women and maybe you're working out just reaching out to specific women. Maybe you're reaching out in the context of a group to say, hey, is anyone interested in doing something like this with me or joining something like this that I'm as I'm forming it? So that can be a little bit more intensive and a little bit more, you know, have carry a bit of a heavier load to it, but can be extremely, extremely valuable, extremely validating, extremely impactful. It can be really, really amazing life work that can really light you up and allow you to move forward in the space of being a leader in your community in more powerful ways than if you were just to try to take on the work of activism on your own and try to find opportunities to be a better activist on your own instead to have maybe a local community or maybe a community that's not local that meets on Zoom. That can be really, really significant. Another example could be like a knitting circle, or maybe it could be a mom's group that's moms with kids specifically your age, or maybe moms whose kids do a specific activity. I know that I've known of circles of moms whose kids ski, where they're in the same ski school, and the circle of moms, like they do certain things during the whole ski season where they work together throughout the season. And then one of like the moms build a community for like transportation and snacks and meals and certain moms go up with the kids every week and then they rotate and like being a leader in that way. So there's so many ways to build and lead community that can feel really good and can feel really it can feel light and fun or it can feel really life giving and really impactful. So think about where can you build and lead a community? Because here's why this is important. If you can build and lead a community, whether it's a light and fun community or it's more than that. It's heavy, deeply impactful work that is going to help you see your power and leadership. And that matters. You seeing your power and leadership matters. Your ability to bring people together, your ability to say, hey, let's do this, your ability to step up and shine and speak up and say, hey, I think this is a good idea. Hey, who wants to do this with me? Hey, who's in? That matters. Okay. So those are your four steps to becoming a better leader. That's actually steps five through eight. So we had our first four steps last week. This is our second four steps this week. We have eight steps total. So I'm going to run down the full list now for the full recap. So your eight steps to becoming a better leader. Number one, follow leaders who inspire you and model their behavior. Number two, take uncomfortable action and talk about it. Number three, list all the places you are already leading. Number four, create affirmations that position you as a leader. As a reminder, I give you some to work with in last week's episodes, five examples you can use there. Number five, own your gifts and don't be afraid to share them with others. Number six, embrace being an eternal student. Number seven, be a recommender and a connector. And number eight, build and lead a community. All right, good stuff. I want to know how are you becoming a better leader? So pop over to social media, find this post on Instagram or on Facebook, post with this episode, let me know how you are stepping into leadership posts or share this episode, screenshot, tag me. I'll reshare it as soon as I see your tag. I want to know what are you going to do to become a better leader? It doesn't have to be a giant leap. It can be one little step. And that little step can become something giant over time. All right. Next week, I'm going to be talking about how to own your struggles and your stories in order to allow you to step more fully into leadership. 
for our final week talking about how to lean into leadership. So come back next week for that. And I will see you then. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.